now tuned in to the Meesey Muse Unplugged, a pop-up podcast variety show helping consultants along their journey to greatness with your host, management consultant, author, and blogger, Christy Lindor. go-getters. Welcome to the Meesey News Unplugged podcast show. For episode 23, we will be doing a Crossroads interview. And if you are new to the show, Crossroads is when I have an opportunity to connect with a person that is deciding to go in or out of consulting. And we have a conversation about that. Uh, Today's guest actually has a, a really common situation. He's got a couple years of experience in industry and is seeking to make a pivot into consulting and, and wants kind of some guidance on that. And I've actually done several pivots in my career uh, in consulting, and we have a really nice conversation helping him understand like how he can bridge the gap between kind of where he is and where he wants to be and focus on. So it's it really cool. Check it out if you are you know, in the midst of a, of a pivot yourself or, and looking at you know, what are some next steps you can do. You can take some of the tactics that uh, we talk about. So coming up next week, uh, we actually, for episode 24, uh, we have an AMA. With that actually, uh, this consultant has a very interesting story. Uh, he actually turned down uh, an offer from a major uh, consulting firm to join a startup, then several years later ended up starting his own firm and authoring a couple of best-selling books and doing all types of amazing stuff. So we're going to have a really great conversation with him. So stay tuned for that in episode 24 next week. But for today, I think I think one thing to take away if, you know, as we you hear uh, today's conversation, really think about the word reinvention. I, I know with so much disruption out in the world with technology, I think some of the tactics we talk about are just a couple. There's so many other ways, especially go-getters. You know, when I when I share my story, I really talked about it, you know, from things that I did over a decade ago. Um, so, so think about, you know, how some of the tactics I shared and how they can be applied to today's world and help you create the pivot that you may be looking for in your career. If you have a question or any feedback on today's conversation, would love to hear and continue this dialogue. I, I know there's several uh, folks that's already reached out to me, but feel free to drop me a line, misimuseunplugged at gmail.com. With that, let's get started. So Dustin, thank you again for making time to join us on the Misi Muse Unplugged. How are you doing today? Thanks, Christy. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really, really great conversation. And so I guess before we get started, if you can maybe take a moment and introduce yourself to the go-getters of the Misi Muse Unplugged, uh, share a little bit about your background and what crossroads you're at today. Sure, everyone. So I went to a large school in the West Coast. When I was in school, I wasn't always exactly really sure what I wanted to do. And it seemed like each year, uh, my future career plans were changing. So I jumped around a little bit. It started off with sales. Then I went over, I went abroad twice. And then I actually decided I wanted to go into investment banking. And then my senior year, I realized that was not for me. And I wanted to do consulting, but it was a little bit too late. So I ended up taking a really good job, though, with a 
international defense contractor, um, and I've had great experience so far, but I know it's not 100% for me. So that's why I was actually able to get in touch with you, Christy, and we're here today to kind of talk a little bit about what are my next moves and how I can pivot forward to get to where I want to be. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us on today's show. We can delve deep and, and see what's what's going on. And I guess the first thing I I guess before we talk about like why consulting, you mentioned you were like unsure and you kind of had different career changes, which is actually normal. I think, you know, for me, like I knew like I wanted to go into consulting by my junior year. I was actually I have a marketing degree and I was doing a marketing internship, which is what I thought was like the logical step for my major. And I kind of got exposure to consulting and just knew from then on, like, that's what I wanted to do. But before then, I remember for me, like my freshman and my sophomore year, I I think I like changed my major, major like three times. I, <laughs> you know, I, I think I wanted to go in first. I wanted to do like, something in advertising then i switched and i was like nope i want to go into vc then i was like it and then so it was just like i i hear you when you think about the times that you were like changing careers and then now you've kind of settled on like consulting like what was it about the changes that you were looking for if we can take a step back and think about like what was the theme if you can think about like what was the theme you know that kind of made the changes and it just wasn't like it for you so I, I guess I should provide my major background, which I was actually a double. I was finance and business econ, and then I also had a minor in global business. And I knew I wanted to be involved in something that could relate to international work. And so for the longest time, I, I thought, you know, going into investment banking and getting into a sector where I would be able to see some of that. So I considered equity research very deeply. It's still something I'm very interested in, but I know it's not something that I would be successful in right now as a career move. And what kind of led me to realizing consulting would be a better fit was that I love small projects, or I guess small is a relative term though, right? I love shorter, shorter term projects. So three to six months or even, mm -hmm. you know, a year at most was perfect for me because when I look at the work that I'm doing now and the work that I was doing in school, you know, everything was about how many years out it would take before it would really be accomplished, per se. And mm, that yeah. kind of frustrated me because I like to work off of inch markers. And I just couldn't plant those inch markers very well because everything was, you know, in three to six months, I'll move a tiny step forward. And I wanted to be able to, you know, get in, really work as hard as I possibly could and see results and none of the industries that I was involved with or even the projects that I was working on had that background yet. And so that was pretty frustrating when I started doing my research into consulting and I was networking a ton, you know, doing LinkedIn messages, cold emails, phone calls with alumni and all that type of stuff. I realized that all these people were kind of in these projects that weren't too long but they weren't too short either. And they got to learn an absolute fortune and become subject matter experts in whatever it was that their focus was. And to me, that sounded awesome. And that's really still what I'm looking for. And kind of looking down the horizon, if I could get involved in something like that, where I would be able to, you know, develop some form of international exposure as well, I'd be thrilled. Yeah. 
And I think you you couldn't have picked the right path, you know, in terms of being able to, to get exposure to a lot of different experiences in a short amount of time, as well as that international exposure. Like that's like spot on what consulting can definitely provide. So sounds like that's a good fit in terms of, you know, what you're looking for. If you think about like the work you're doing now, is there a specific domain that interests you, sparks you, or right now, like you're just kind of, you just want to play sponge. You just want to just have experiences and then figure it out. Any thoughts there? Are you saying in reference to my current job role specifically or what I'm looking for in consulting? I think a combination. So like, if you think about, you know, is there an industry? Is there like a type of work that you're looking besides the time frame? you know, the, because you talked about the time frame and the kind yeah. of that global exposure. Is there anything specific that you sure. you want so, to to be able to to get involved in? So one thing that I do think that I would be interested in on the consulting side would actually there's actually two. One is kind of organizational development. I love working with people and you know being able to see transformations, whether it's you know a new a new practice that your firm is going to implement, or being able to help others do something like that. You know, when I was in college. I did a lot of uh, personal development with other students. And that was one of the most gratifying, rewarding things that I did. Because when I saw them, these kids who were two to three years younger than me, go and return back to me and say, hey, remember when we worked on XYZ skills um, a few weeks back? Well, it really helped me get that internship that I wanted. And, you know, that felt awesome to me. And then the other aspect of consulting that I'm industry-wise that I'm interested in is actually consumer goods. Someone that I spoke to at, you know, one of the large MBB groups was involved in consumer goods. And he, he said to me, you know, the, the reason I chose consumer goods as my practice was because I like to shop. And I, I was like, <laughs> well, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of silly, but it's true. At the end of the day, you know, he said, I can walk into a store and I can pick up a product and say, you know, I really, there's something about this that I love or I don't love. And it actually makes me better at my job doing that. And to me, I thought about it, you know, well, one, I kind of do like to shop. And two, that was a really interesting point to be when you're not working, you are still developing your work skills and, you know, your critical thinking. And what would you do differently if I was in charge of whatever the brand is that's going on? And so I think those are two of the areas that I'm really interested in. But if I backtrack a little bit and I go back to my work right now for my defense contractor, I've had a very, very different background just because I'm not looking at consumer goods. I'm not really focused on organizational development. Our company slogan is about, you know, making the world a better place, a safer place, which is something that I do believe in. But that tangibility, you know, that feeling of connection to the end product isn't 100% there for me. You know, I'm very supportive of our military in the United States and what we do. But at the same time, I just can't connect 100%. And that to me is kind of one of the signs that maybe, you know, it's time to pivot out. I believe you know, when you're in college, one of the things that people talk about is the first in every first round interview it's the one thing that they weed you out of the uh, recruiting pool from is if you even fit company culture. Right. And 
when I think about that in college, you think, well, that's so silly. You know, that doesn't really make a difference. You're sure to work. But it really becomes important when you're actually sitting at a desk. And for those of you who are still in college, I think this is probably the one thing that I actually, looking back, would change. Make sure that it's the right fit. You know, whether it's industry or company, if you don't 110% agree with everything that your company is looking to do, it's probably not going to be the place where you're going to be the most successful that you could possibly be. Right. And that's why I want to try and, you know, get my feet wet a little bit. You know, being able to go into consulting and have some new experiences is what I'm looking to do. I think it's it's awesome. I, I really commend you for having that self-awareness. You know, you, you talk about not only being in consulting, but you have a specific intersection. You know, you having kind of that org development transformation space, which is kind of my background and a lot of the work that I do, which... I'm totally biased, but it is the best type of consulting work. I personally think the people strategy is the is the best business to be in, but I'll digress. And then the consumer goods, you know, you can actually do both. And I'm here to tell you, Dustin, that you absolutely can make this pivot. I'm saying that as someone who did it myself, you know, I started out similar to you. I kind of started out on the IT consulting side of the house. I actually, it's a long story and I actually share it in my first episode, but I started out doing like Java programming and project management and system testing of like large system, you know, ERP type of work. Not really what I, where I thought I was going to be doing straight out of school, but that's where I ended up. I did that and I was like, you know, I got good and it was okay, but it didn't light me on fire. So, you know, I knew I really wanted to get like into like more of the people side. I wanted the strategy side. And so I made that pivot and I can share with you a little bit about what I did to make it. But I think the first thing I did, which is what you've done here is you've made the decision. You've said, look, Dustin, I've got great experience. So thankful for that. But this is not it. I need to move on and do something else. This is what success looks like for me. So I give you kudos because I don't think, I don't think sometimes people, we don't give ourselves the chance to like figure that out. You know, we kind of just let it go on and on and on. And the fact that you're very purposeful and out there and making it happen, it will happen for you. So I just want to give you, you that, that quick kudos for sure. So no, I appreciate you know, when you, yeah, absolutely. So when you talk about like, okay, future state, here's what you want to be in. Current state, you're doing other types of work, which is actually going to be transferable skills. And we'll talk about that in a second. But what do you think is like stopping you at this point? Like, what's the biggest challenge of this pivot that you're, you're kind of struggling with? I think it's, it's kind of twofold. So I mentioned earlier before our call that one of the things that is a little frustrating is I'm at that weird kind of point of experience where I'm an experienced worker in my industry, but I'm not exactly experienced as to go in as a consultant versus an entry level position. So there's that little bit of a crossroads that's hard to find. It's a bit blurred. And then I think the other aspect is really just, you know, resume building for consulting. It's a little bit different because, you know, a lot of things, I work every single day is based on my one project, is essentially is what I'm going to call it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know how to 
define that as a project to consultants. It's my, in my eyes, it's my job. And I think that's one thing that I'm looking to get better at is the communication aspect of it is how do I go and say, hey, you know, I work in the defense industry, but I want to be a consultant. And I know that I would be more than capable of. Here's my resume. My resume doesn't 110% tell that story yet. And I think that's what I I would need to make better. And that was some of the feedback I got in my senior year of college when I was, you know, last second trying to make that, that jump to get into consulting was, hey, you know, we think that you're very capable and, you know, you probably do a great job. But compared to the competition, your resume doesn't tell that story yet. Today's episode is brought to you on behalf of the Misi Muse. A hundred plus selected practices, unwritten rules and habits of great consultants. A book by Christy Lindor. Written in the voice of a mentor, the Misi Muse provides insights on the unwritten rules of great consultants. A perfect breed for new or aspiring consultants. Christy dives into her 15 plus years of consulting experience while sharing interviews and anecdotes from over 50 consulting partners and leaders that represents thought leadership from 80% of the top 10 consulting firms in the world. Pre-sale begins shortly. Sign up at www.macymuse.com. I hear you with the, you have a couple years of experience, so you're, you're quite not, ex- you're not seasoned, but you're not a newbie, like, campus hire either. I, I get that. Correct. I think one thing you may want to consider there's there's two things that that brings an individual into consulting and gets them an offer there's it's two it's it's very simple it doesn't matter what level you're at honestly it's one relationships and two experiences and when i say like you know relationships it sounds like you've been doing a little bit of that right so you've been on the yeah. linkedin you've been reaching out and it's just kind of continuing kind of that, that journey. That's one. But the second part is, are you really taking time to, to create and own your own journey to, to have those experiences? Mm-hmm. So when I say that, I kind of mean a couple things. Like I know when I, for, when I wanted to make that pivot, similar to you, you know, I, I, I remember I wanted to make that pivot. I was about five years. So I actually was in my mind pigeonholed in my work because people, yeah. my, my brand was an IT person. Like I was not a strategy person. I said, you know what? I'm going to like literally blow up my brand. And the way that I did that, I just got real focused on getting experiences wherever I can. And so I did pro bono work. You know, there's a lot of organizations out there that are looking for people with some of the well-rounded skill sets you have. You you may not think uh-huh. you do, but you, you actually do, Dustin. And again, I'll talk about that in a moment. But it's figuring out, like, how can you, like, create an experience? So how can you get into um, maybe some pro bono work? Maybe it's getting involved with some associations that's in this space. So you talk about consumer goods. That can be, there's a lot of organizations that's focused on kind of the future state of consumer goods industry. There's also a lot of organizations out there focused on org transformation or development. Just become a member, start getting involved, start being yeah. part of the conversation. And you don't, you know, you don't need like anything specific. You just, it's just kind of reaching out and, 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 and putting yourself out there. 
And then the third leg is the education piece. So I know for me, the way that I kind of closed the gap, you know, in terms of creating that narrative on my resume was I started taking classes like there. I remember I, I got a master's in organizational leadership instead of an MBA, because I was like, I really want to make sure that that comes off loud and clear to create that level of expertise. So that was one way I did it. Another way before I, I did my master's, I took several courses online. Some of them were free, <laughs> you know, nowadays. Uh, and so this, I made this pivot like over a decade ago. Nowadays, I mean, you can, you can get like, you can go online right now and take a class. I think it's Coursera or one of those websites. You can take a class from like one of the top 10 schools in the country on org development. And you can take that class. It's completely free. And guess what? That's something you put on your resume that begins to, sh to shape that narrative. Those are some of the kind of things like I know that I, I put in a place. It took me, I say it took me about a good, good two years. Like once I'm like, for, and when I say two years, like from two years from the day that I made the decision that I wanted to make the pivot to the day that actually my first big opportunity was a consumer goods organization. I led their, their people engagement survey efforts and recommendations and action planning. And so that was like my first big thing. And I was super excited that I got that because that was, that was like a dream opportunity. But before then I did a lot of nights and weekends pro bono. You know, I reached out to people. I said, Hey, like anything to create that experience because experience is currency in consulting. Like, and it doesn't yeah. have to be that you get paid for it. You know, it's like, it's, yeah, as long as you can show, like, I've got a, a breadth of experience in X. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. But one thing that I want to go back to something you were saying, Dustin, like, as I heard you was speaking, I was kind of just jotting some notes down. And I hear you talk a lot about the things you don't have on your resume. You've yeah. got a lot going. So I want you to, you know, maybe, you know, after our show today, Go back to your resume, go back to through your experiences and think about the things that you do have. First of all, you've got drive, obviously, because you're here, you're talking about it. You're a fit. You are a go getter. If you're on the show, you've got the drive. You're definitely building up the relationships. You know, I'm sure if you start to think about like, what are some of the things that you've done? If you have project management, you have to know how to be part of a, a project or how to create a deliverable or how to give a presentation. So think about some of the things that you have instead of not what you don't have and really make sure the things you do have the skill sets you do have you really make sure that you hone in and you really practice and make those shine and then you couple that by doing some of the things i mentioned doing some of those pro bono types of efforts you know, doing, you know, getting involved with some associations, maybe taking a free class or two. You don't have to go out and spend a lot of money now. You can go out and do that. And the relationships. And I guarantee if you kind of create almost like, you know, kind of a smorgasbord of these different things within a year or so, you will be working at any firm you want to work at, Dustin. I think it's just, it's just a reframing. So you've got it all. I think it's just a reframing of, of your, of your mindset. And yeah, you know, really kind of just, Focusing on, like I said, what you do have, because you've got a lot going. Picking up on that resume point, one of the things that I actually did try and do, and this is something that I would recommend to others, is trying to rewrite your resume kind of every year or so, you know, but, but from a blank piece of paper. I think that was uh, my notice between my junior and senior year. And then 
Uh, I actually recently did it about six, seven months ago. Again, it's hard. But each time that I've done it, my resume looked completely different and a hundred times better than it was before. So that's something that I'm actually going to be doing in the next six, six to 12 months again, as I, you know, I really do try and make that push. But I'm looking forward to, you know, I never really thought about getting involved in pro bono work. I knew I wanted to volunteer in something, but I guess maybe could we go into, you know, how do we go about, how could I go about getting involved in pro bono work? You know, what was the way that you did it? And maybe I could replicate it and some of the viewers can as well. Yeah, a couple things like the fact that you have some really good experiences. You su- you just start to put yourself out there. You can Google. You can Google like pro bono consulting work. You can like there's nonprofits that are always kind of putting out projects. What I've noticed nowadays, they didn't have this when I was going to school, but there's schools actually that have volunteer consulting firms, you know, like the MBA, like the the B school or the undergrad school. So if you maybe you go back to your alma mater or through your network, chances are there may be one of these like volunteer consulting firms that you you probably are like one degree connected, you know, and you can get on their yeah. roster and say, hey, like the next time you have a project, can I be part of the project team, you know, and, and put yourself out there. So I think it's just kind of doing a little bit of like, like legwork. I know for me, I found out through them through like just going to different nonprofits. Um, because I had, again, you know, I came from an, I, I had an IT background. I leveraged that. So again, I focused on what I had and I, I worked at a really big, well-known brand. And so when people heard that, they heard that I was, I was free help, you know, and I have like X amount of years of experience in this really well-known company. That was like my, my ticket, you know, that was like my credibility stamp to say, okay, we, let's give her a chance. I leveraged that. So, so again, it's leveraging what you have and, and, and starting to, to think about it differently. And like I said, the association, whether it's an org, development association, consumer goods, again, those are the, a lot of, a lot of people get really good job opportunities or just connections because those associations, a lot of thought leaders go through those, they speak at them, they write, you know, white papers, points of view. So I think those are underutilized these days, but there's still like treasure troves of getting connected and getting experience. Because at the end of the day, those are the two things you need. You need the you need the relationships, you need the experience. And if you've got a lot of, of both of those, like I said, you'll land in any specific type of, 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 of company. I 100% agree. And it's something that I, I know I need to work on. I think I just need to put myself out there a little bit more than I am right now. Yeah. yeah and, and I think you're, you're probably doing all the right things, right? Like I said, it's a 20% shift. So it's not like, you know, not boiling the ocean, like literally like a 20% pivot and looking at some of these different areas. And, you know, I think you'll, you'll find what you're looking for. A couple things that, you know, I'm also going to give you as recommendations for you to make sure that you bring as you think about that. You want to have your elevator pitch of, of why consulting. I think you said it nicely earlier. But make sure, you know, people know that. So when you're speaking to individuals, you know, especially if it's someone that works at a firm that you may be interested in, and you sound like you've been doing like the informational interviews, really think about like making sure like the the, the conversations are not just, okay, thanks for talking. Like make sure there's a call to action, like you have an ask, you know, so 
So the ask could be like, hey, do you know a practice that's like hiring? Can I get connected with the recruiting team? Anything that kind of kind of pivot to help you, you know, to, to the next step. So I think with each interaction, making sure there's some sort of call to action on the other individual's part, and then just continue building that relationship over time. Because it'll be, and you, you know, what's interesting, I actually, I, I made a leap from one firm to another. I, I met one individual, had a great connection. They, their firm didn't have opportunities at the time, but I stayed connected with them. And then yeah. when I decided I wanted to make another leap, I called them back, you know, because I had stayed connected with them. And then it was like perfect timing. They were looking for someone with my background. Okay. So you just never know, you know, and, and it's funny, the consulting world is so small. <laughs> it's so small. Yeah. You know, I think you've got a lot going. Like I said, it's just pivoting. The other thing you talk about your resume, I would recommend, given that you do have some experience, I actually would also recommend that you think about having a resume writing service. There's tons of them out there. Find one that's focused on consultants that really helps consultants shape, shape their resume because they may they may look at things a little differently depending on the type of firms that you're you're looking to recruit for, depending on the type of experiences you have and and then and then you can also figure out it can also help you with the resume writing service it can also help you figure out like What's the key skills you or you know gaps that you need to get some experience around? Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I'll definitely I've written that down. Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a, a deadline, like when you want to like make the switch, or you're just you're just kind of a wait and see at this point? I know that I want to give my current company just around another year or so. I think that's kind of the the point where if I made a transition, I would probably be most impactful. But I also know that recruiting again is already starting. So the sooner the better, preferably. But I'm I'm very open. I don't have, you know, a deadline. I don't have anything of that sort. I guess if I were to think about my more long term plans, something that we had spoken about previously on a separate call was that, you know, I would like to get an MBA at some point in my career. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think I just need the additional branding at this point. So that's something that I'm considering. And with that, you know, years of work experience does make a difference. So consulting is a good entry point into a reasoning on, the, on why an MBA to move up the firm. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of folks that have MBAs. So it's definitely a good, a good idea to kind of put on like your, your, your career trajectory. One thing you mentioned about recruiting. So now that you've got a couple of years under your belt, or you will have a couple of years, like recruiting for experienced hires is like, is like a rotating cycle. So it's not like campus hires where it's yeah. like, you know, in the fall and then the winter and the spring, like, it's not like that. So it's whenever you're ready. And the fact that you got another year, there's a lot you can, you can fill up on that resume. <laughs> you know, you've got, you've got some time. Yeah. I think if you just get real focused, you pick like, you know, whatever it's the one or two, three things that you're going to do to really round it out, you know, get, get, get a professional to like help you put your resume together and then start, start, study, start doing case interview practices, get your quant and your qualitative skills up. I think if you do those things, I think you'll be in good shape, Dustin. Thank you. And it's something I'm going to be working on. So. 
<laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, well, this was a great conversation. I'd love to hear, keep me posted. I know we'll stay connected, but keep me posted on like, like where you end up or, you know, how you're going to do, cause I know you're going to land. A, I know you're going to land something. I think it's just a matter of time like now and you'll be like on fire and I, I'll, I'll be glad to know you. hundred <laughs> percent. Thank you so much, Christy. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And go getters. If you have a specific question, feedback, want to be a guest, feel free to drop us a line at mecmuseunplugged at gmail.com. Again, that's mecmuseunplugged at gmail.com. I'd like to, again, thank Dustin for being on today's show. And thank you, my go-getters, for tuning in. This is Christy Lindor signing out for the Meesey Muse Unplugged pop-up podcast. Here's to your journey to greatness. Tune in every Friday for new episodes syndicated on iTunes, Google Play Music, and many more. Visit www.mecmuse.com for more information. <laughs> <laughs>